in the meantime, I'll just mention that he does have a bowl of jelly beans on his desk, so we know he's going to be a good time. Yes, there were a bowl full of jelly beans on the desk, and no, he does not eat them by the spoonful, but you'll hear that later on. Um, welcome back to the Recreation Elevated podcast. I'm Caroline Weiler, the host, and this was really exciting. This was my first sit-down interview for the podcast, and I had on my list that I was going to be interviewing the director for the Division of Outdoor Recreation when I first came up with this whole podcast idea, and at the time we didn't know who the director was going to be because Pitt had just announced that he was leaving. And so I was kind of like, I don't, I don't know who it's going to be. And it was exciting to get to sit down with Jason and it was our first time meeting. So it was fun to just get to know him a little bit better. He's fantastic. He's already in his first week helped our team answer some really important questions and helped guide us. And yeah, he's just, he's just a great guy and was lucky to snag a few minutes from him in his very first week as director. He's a busy guy with planning a um, wedding for his daughter and the holiday season fastly approaching, but he still managed to get out skiing the day before. And so that was fun to to talk to him about skiing a little bit. And anyway, he's just got a vast knowledge of recreation and we're really excited to have him. So thank you so much, Jason, for sitting down with me, taking the time. I do want to just put a little caveat out here for this episode. I think the mic attached to Jason wasn't picking up the audio properly. And so my voice is much more prevalent, unfortunately, in this episode. So I tried to go through and raise Jason's audio a little bit, but it does um, create some static. So I hope that it doesn't detract too much from what Jason has to say. But um, yeah, with that, I'm really excited to release this first episode. We'll have new episodes coming monthly. The next month's um, episode in January will be with Brett Kobernick of the Utah Avalanche Center. Really excited about that one as well. So things are moving along here. I hope everyone has a fantastic um, holiday break, enjoying the, the snow that we've got, and I hope you have a happy new year, and we'll look forward to seeing you guys in January. Hey, Jason. Thanks for taking the time. I feel like it's been funny because I haven't even met you yet. This is our first time like actually meeting face to face. I saw you virtually for a second there, but welcome to the Division of Outdoor Recreation. Great to have you here. Yeah, it's good to meet you finally. We got to meet on on a Zoom call once, but here I am. Yeah, here you are. And it's day, what, five of being in the position? Uh, Well, I think technically, yeah, about day five or six, but uh, on the clock, this would be day four. Day four on the clock. Okay, so it's December 15th. You started just a few days ago. Yep. We talked a little bit. You're getting your feet underneath you. There's a lot to learn, take in, I'm sure. Yeah, tons of movie parts, lots of, of activity, and uh, people just hard at work making recreation the best it can be in Utah. And your office was already in the DNR, right? You worked for Forestry, Fire, and State Lands previously, so you're familiar at least with where we're at and everything that's not new for you. Yep, just moved down a couple of floors and, and into the adjoining building. Okay, awesome. No transplant, didn't have to move across the state or anything. Nope, nope, nothing like that. Okay. Same commute, so that part of it was pretty slick. Nice. Where are you from? Where did you grow up? Is Utah home? So I'm a product of the West. I, I grew up um, between Idaho, Wyoming, and Utah all, all of my growing up years and uh, lived here in Utah for about 30 years now. So uh, my wife and I, we're in Bountiful, and uh, two kids, one of them, my daughter, she's 22, getting married tomorrow. Oh, awesome. Just, busy uh, time for yeah, you then. Yeah, busy time. <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing a bunch of errands today and tomorrow, so hopefully I'll get time to do that. But yeah, and then and we have a son. Um, he's up at the University of Utah. Awesome. 
Well, we figure that people that work within the Division of Outdoor Recreation usually have some tie to recreation themselves. So I wanted to ask you, first and foremost, what your favorite form of recreation is, and, that one, and then what your latest recreational activity was. Well, so my, if I had to just pick something, it, it would be just exploring. Uh, ever since I was a little kid on my, my grandfather's ranch and, and at their cabin that we'd go to in, in British Columbia, and everywhere in between, I've just always loved exploring, getting on trails, um, walking around, always, you know, and, and, and on the ranch, it was always just game trails, trying to, to find animals and, and just explore, and, and uh, loved every, every type of outdoor activity. And, and if there's any outdoor activity that you can do in Utah, I've, I've probably done it. There's a couple <laughs> of exceptions. I haven't done any, any base jumping. Uh, looks like a lot of fun. I've always <laughs> wanted to, to wingsuit, but cool. Um, see if that's in the cards. And I've, and I've not done a ton of whitewater kayaking. I love rafting. Anything else though? I've I've done it, and um, including paragliding, skydiving, some of those really exciting ones. As far as the last one though, I went to uh, yesterday and, and put a few few laps in up at one of the ski resorts. Awesome. We love to hear it. Well, yesterday was a great day to be out. I might have also taken a little time off in the middle of the afternoon to go and get a few laps in. So it was, you know, four feet of powder. How could you not, right? Exactly. Awesome. Well, that's fantastic. We're, we're happy to have, it sounds like you have a quite a vast variety of, you know, motorized as well as non-motorized recreation. So yeah. as part of the division of outdoor recreation, that's fantastic to have someone they can do it all. I, I, I love to do it all. I've got a son who is, is very into mountain biking, skiing, rock climbing. And then I've got a, a son-in-law that, that will be official tomorrow who's, who's really into snowmobiling and, and ATVs and side-by-sides. Awesome. So I, I get to dabble in both worlds quite a bit. Perfect. Okay, wanted to talk a little bit about your previous history, your previous career with forestry, fire, and state lands. You've been with that division for about 15 years. So tell us a little bit about what you did in that division and how perhaps that role um, prepared you to be the director of Division of Outdoor Recreation. I would have to say I've been in every national forest in Utah, I've been on every BLM district, been in all the national parks, all the national monuments, and so I know the state very well. Um, what I did there was I oversaw our six area offices of the Division of Forestry, as well as our law enforcement program, our public affairs program, and our safety program. So prior to that position, I was, I was in a role as the uh, public information officer for the division as well as the, the chief investigator. So got to see very remote, very interesting, cool parts of Utah that, that normal 30-year resident might not have gotten to see. So gotten to know the state very well. I've gotten to know all of those, those partners, the federal partners, the other state agency partners, and, uh, and a lot of the locals and, and county folks. I think that's pretty remarkable to be able to travel throughout the state. The, the thing that I've most loved about this job is how much we do travel and see throughout the state. And I think the Department of Natural Resources sends its employees out and about, right, for, for that very reason, to get to know what's going on. So that's awesome that you have that experience statewide. So a lot of people ask me what the Division of Outdoor Recreation even is, what we do here. And being a new division, I wanted to get your perspective on what our role is within the state. What purpose does the Division of Outdoor Recreation serve to the citizens of Utah? We, well, we have a long list of things, but, but if I were to sum it up, it would be uh, doing everything we can to connect people to the outdoors. And we have more opportunities here in Utah than anywhere else in the country. Um, the proximity 
is unrivaled. The variety of types of activities is, is there's nobody that can compare. We have the most. And so uh, that's, that's our biggest role. We want to connect people. We have a, a responsibility to educate. We have a responsibility to, to keep the, the public safe. And also to, to make sure that the communities have access to some really amazing grant opportunities. There is a ton of recreation infrastructure in Utah, from trails to reservoirs and lakes, as well as you know, day use areas, camping areas. Those things take a lot of, of maintenance. They take a lot of upkeep. Mother Nature is hard on mm -hmm. things that are outside. Yes. Uh, so, so that's a big part of what we do. Uh, but there is so much in the state to explore and experience. You, know, you can go to some of our, our world-class national parks and state parks. You know, some of our state parks here in Utah are the types of places that many states would, would have that are, that are national parks. Mm -hmm. They're just spectacular. Yes. Um, so there's a ton of opportunity. And, and so that's, that's what our role is, is to connect people to those opportunities. And, and again, the variety is unrivaled and we have so much out there and, and uh, so many different activities. We're privileged. I think everybody in this division is excited about what they do, excited about their, their role in doing that. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. I remember I was down in Snow Canyon one weekend and there were some people from out of country actually visiting and they said, this is only a state park? They were just like mind blown that this was something that we just had access to from, from a state side. So, um, okay. Well, with that said, I wanted to touch on just the fact that you're brand new to the division, but the division itself is also somewhat brand new, right? We're only six months old. Um, and just for the background, for people that aren't aware, the Division of Outdoor Recreation is kind of a Brady Bunch family bonding of the Office of Outdoor Recreation with State Parks and Recreation. And so we've been about six months old now as of July 1. Um, and I kind of wanted to ask you what your perspective was um, as being a new division. What are the strengths, what are the challenges, and what's kind of the most exciting part about being this brand new division? Well, it is kind of a yours, mine, and ours. We've, we've got this, this element of re recreation, outdoor rec programs, like voting and OHB, that we've had moved into the division. And we've got uh, the, the grant program and the, the outreach programs. And then we've also got the, the new law enforcement agency. So bringing all of those together, certainly some challenges. We've got some great strengths, like I said, the employees and the, and the passion they have for what they do. Um, some of the most uh, dedicated state employees in the system are, are here. Uh, a lot of the, the big challenges were, were already completed by my predecessor, Pitt Gruy, and, and he did an amazing job at, at bringing some of those things together and, and setting us up for success as we continue in this, this journey as a, as a new state agency. It is challenging, especially uh, when it comes to the general public, because I think most of the, you know, the government partners, the nonprofit partners, they know who we are and, and that we are now here. Uh, they kind of are getting to know more of what our role is. But the general public probably is, is where we have the most work to do. They typically don't care what state agency we are. They just want mm -hmm. to know that they're getting good quality service, that they're getting their bang for their buck for their taxpayer dollars. And uh, you know, we're fortunate to have a legislature that has prioritized right. recreation. For sure. Um, so that, that has made it easy too. Uh, that, that they recognize that the huge investment is, is going to pay off dividends in the long run. That return on that investment is, is the work that we do. Totally. And it seems as when I tell people what we do, that, you know, the money from this division 
funded your favorite campground or your favorite trail system or the rangers that keep you safe they're usually like oh that's it's a great use of my money i'm happy to have that so along with that you mentioned the legislature um we're just weeks away from the beginning of the 2023 general session um could you maybe explain what the significance is of the legislative session just those few short weeks that the craziness happens at the Capitol and what the significance of that is for the division of outdoor recreation and, and what our role is with the legislative um, session. Yeah, it, it's a very short time frame. Yeah. <laughs> they pack in a lot. Um, most of our legislators are, are workaholics when it comes to, to doing good things for the citizens of Utah. And, and like I said, they've prioritized outdoor recreation. And so right now we've got a list of about 30 bills that we are tracking. 30, is it? That's, that's, okay. that's what's on my list. Is it? <laughs> You're yeah. trying to familiarize yourself with all of them, I'm sure. Exactly. Some of them are, are only just minor touches to outdoor rec. Some of them are, are huge parts of our program and needed uh, updates and, and needed um, build-outs of, of some of the things that we've, we've wanted to do and, and needed to do for right. ever since we got established six months ago. And so, again, we're, we're very fortunate they, they prioritize it. We have some very passionate legislators who are, are kind of our champions. And mm -hmm. but we, uh, you know, we're up there on the hill all the time. We have our day on the hill, our outdoor rec. Yeah, that's hill. February 10th, February correct? 10th. Okay, exactly. so anyone's welcome to come up and visit yeah. us and all the booths up there. We're going to have a ton of people there uh, representing all aspects of outdoor recreation from, you know, the, the products and the manufacturers to the programs, locals, adaptive sports. All yeah, I'm in charge of breakfast too, so come and get some free breakfast, everyone. It's going to be... It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, it's an exciting time. I did an internship with the legislative session in 2020, and it's such a thrill. Everyone's just kind of running wild up there towards the end of the, the session as well, trying to get everything passed. But it's an exciting time. And so I wanted to touch on how the Division of Outdoor Recreation was this braiding, like we mentioned, between the Office of Economic Opportunity and the Department of Natural Resources with state parks, right? What benefits do you see in bringing all aspects of outdoor recreation within the Department of Natural Resources? Well, I think we've got the best of both worlds, or, or the best of, of multiple worlds, really. We've got a huge opportunity for making recreation even more than it currently is. We are a, a true centerpiece in the West, and, and even nationally. Utah is, is a, an absolute showcase for outdoor recreation. We've got the opportunities and and to combine all of those together into one agency I think is is to use the, the overused word synergy. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's something that where totally. we now have an ability to, to make all those programs work in a way that's really going to make that return on the investment stronger than ever. Yeah, totally. And I think the benefit of of seeing our recreation as a resource, as something that is a natural resource and available to the public, and also something that we need to preserve and restore and make sure that we maintain, right? That it's an asset, but it's also a responsibility, so. Yeah. And it is a resource, because we have, you know, over the last few years, and COVID, I think, really, really hammered this home, is a need for a work-life balance. Right. And, and everybody needs that. We, we get it through you know, being with our loved ones, our family, friends, but I think for most of, of Utah, a, a huge part of that is, is being in the outdoors. Totally. I agree. And I think that we've, that's the, peop the reason people are staying and, and coming here, right? People are flocking to Utah for that great work-life balance that 
we mentioned that we might take advantage of just yesterday with skiing, right? Being 25 minutes from our houses. So awesome. Okay. Well, along with those lines, I also wanted to ask you, um, so we've seen an increase in popularity and numbers from both people in and out of the state, more people are on the ski slope, slopes, more people are riding bikes, climbing, <clears throat> riding OHVs on our reservoirs, right? We've just seen an increase in recreation. People are wanting to get out. So with Utah becoming the outdoor recreation hub that it has become, what new roles and responsibilities do you anticipate the division playing and fulfilling in the future? That's, a, that's an interesting question. And, but I would say helping people understand how much opportunity there is. There's a lot out there. Whether you yeah. are a, a, you know, an extreme sports kind of person and really like to get into the, to the action, the excitement, the adrenaline, or if you're one that appreciates you know, nature or appreciates history, there's a lot to explore. And you know, there's, there's everything from our, our pioneer and mining Native American history. Um, there's, there's paleontological opportunities. There's, there's a ton going on in Utah that, that I think if, you know, as I was talking to my family over this past year, we started to talk about taking trips together. You know, my kids are grown out of the house. We need to prioritize that. And we've talked about you know, different places that we'd like to travel to and you know, international exotic locations. And then the more we talked about it, the more we realized there really is a lot here that, that, that we explored. I mean, we've been to a lot of the great places around Utah, but there's a lot of opportunity, I think, that your, your average Utah resident uh, probably is, is unaware of uh, unless they've really done some digging. And, and I think that's probably an important thing that we have to do is to help people understand not only is there a lot to do, but there's a lot of different ways to experience outdoor recreation in Utah. For sure. I think, again, just being fairly new to the position myself and getting to travel the state and recognizing that, oh, there's, there's skiing to be had down in Fairview and there's biking to be had down in Richfield, right? There's places that I wouldn't normally have thought of recreating in. And there's just, there's plenty and an abundance to do across the state. And I think like you mentioned, COVID really kind of made people search closer to home and recognize, wow, there's a lot to do and there's lots to be, um, to be enjoyed here, closer to home. There is, and, and rural Utah is, is yeah, largely unexplored a gold by a lot mine. of folks on, it is, it is a gold mine. Folks on the Wasatch Front, I think uh, a, a lot of us tend to kind of stay close to home and, and maybe within a few minutes of I-15, but there is so much to be seen in rural Utah, so much to be experienced, and, and it's, a, it's an amazing bargain. And, and stay in some of these places and visit some of these locations that are really a, a great way to, to get that escape from just work or the demands of, of life in the city. And, and so opportunities abound. For sure. We were up in the Uinta Basin a few months ago for one of our um, regional workshop meetings, and they gave a statistic that there's about a thousand miles per person up in the Uinta Basin, a thousand miles of recreational trails, right? And that includes, you know, dirt trails, single track trails. So I thought that was pretty remarkable that that these places so robust in their recreation have a, a small population to manage and take care of those areas. I was going to ask you what role do you feel the recreationists in Utah can play in maintaining those areas and making sure that they stay um, accessible for future users and how can we make sure that they're well taken care of? Yeah and that's one of our roles is to maintain access. There are a lot of user groups who are organized and, and have that at the top of their list of priorities, is to, is to keep Utah so that we can all enjoy it. There's a variety of different um, user groups 
So I think viewing your outdoor experience, and one of your roles is, is a steward of the land. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all know about, uh, you know, don't litter. We all know about put your campfire out. But, but get in contact with some of the, the user groups, whether it's the Climbers Alliance or the OHV organization. There are a lot of ways that, that maybe people are unaware of. You know, we've got a law enforcement agency here, and their, their job is to keep the public safe and to enforce the laws. Most of the time when people are out recreating, they don't expect to come upon uh, a law enforcement encounter. Um, most of the time, though, I would say that it's, it's unintentional. People are just unaware uh, that, that what they're doing might be harming the resource and eventually also harming uh, all of our ability to get out and, and enjoy the millions of acres that are here. We've got some very sensitive areas in terms of uh, you know, the ecosystem, the, the cultural resources that, that we have to recognize, but we also have to maintain the access and be able to have people enjoy those and experience them. There's a, a, a huge opportunity. And one of the, you know, I, I, I listened to the first episode and you have the, the campfire stories. Yeah. And, and I thought I would, I would quickly share one. Of yes, the, please do. This is awesome, great. Because it kind of ties into this very well. I have a group of friends that uh, years ago we were all pretty close and, and we would all get together once a week and watch The Walking Dead and, and get food <laughs> and, and we'd go to movies. And, and that group kind of, over the years, separated and people moved away. Um, and we had this uh, fantasy football league and that was the one time we would all connect. <laughs> but a few years ago we, we decided that uh, we would we could check this item off of our bucket list. We'd always talked about going um, on a, uh, an overnight camping trip to, to visit this, this old mine site, it was a historic gold mine okay. back at the turn of the century. And so we finally all got together, um, about, about 12 of us with us. Some of us brought our kids, some of us brought our dogs. And it wasn't a, a super well-established trail, not a very well-known um, destination, but uh, it, it was just a lot of fun to be able to get together. And we had misadventures with, with one guy and his dog, midway through to sort of disappear. And, oh no. And hiked all the way back down. Uh, to get cell reception and, and called his wife and the dog had gone home. So oh my gosh! You know, he went down, <laughs> the dog uh, came back and, and joined us as we were just about. I'm glad he didn't fall down a mine shaft or something. Yeah. Um, well, so that was cool though to get up there and to see some of the history that was yeah. there. You know, at, at about 1910, this this old gold mine. We got to see old bed frames, old stoves, some old, old remnants of hand tools, and to to be able to see that it felt you know kind of like a privilege. And we felt like we were part of a, a very s small group of people that, that had ever been there. Mm -hmm. and, uh, just got to be able to sit around the campfire, tell stories, um, talk about old times, and uh, got our kids the opportunity to, to be in that environment. So it was a really good time. That's awesome. What a cool story. And to recognize that recreation is a variety of things, right? It can be exploring, and like you said, that's your, your favorite form of just of checking out, being outside and walking around and... You don't have to be moving fast or moving in, in high directions, right? You can just be exploring and seeing what's what's on the ground. So yeah, what a yeah. cool opportunity. A couple of months ago, I had the opportunity to, to take um, my, my new son-in-law, uh, grab some, some four-wheelers, went up on the mountain, and, and within 15 minutes, we were able to, to get up on some trails, and we covered 52 miles in a day. Nice. Just, just exploring and, and taking in the views and seeing the wildlife. Just, it was really cool. Cool. That's great. Okay. Well, um, I guess to wrap things up, I just wanted to ask you about your new role and 
First, what made you decide to apply for the role with the Division of Outdoor Recreation and what do you hope to accomplish? What are you looking forward to being here within the division? We're super excited to have you. We were we were a little bit um, directionless for a couple of weeks there after Pitt left, so we're super happy to have you here to lead us, but we wanna hear what you are excited about. Well, I remember back years ago when Governor Herbert first formed the office and, and I heard that they were going to, to put somebody in place uh, for the Office of Outdoor Recreation. That person would be overseeing outdoor recreation grants, kind of a new program. Yeah. And I remember at that time, in the role that I was in then, uh, that was what, what came to my mind, is I thought, if there's any job that I would want to do, <laughs> that would be it. And, wow. And um, so as time has gone on, uh, there's been a couple of changes and uh, continued. Every time the position was open, I, I thought, man, I would love to be able to do that job. Really? So you've had your you've had your eyes on it for I, a few years now. Okay. Yeah, I have ever since it first started. That that's uh, when it announced that he was leaving. Uh, I thought, okay, this is this is. It's now time. or never. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, to throw my hat in the ring. Oh, nice. I was fortunate enough to be able to to now call this my position and to be able to just work with some amazing people and and just kind of help focus that energy and focus um, not only our division because we're only about 30 people. Right. Fairly small. Uh, but I think using those 30 people and that energy to, to leverage the partnerships locally with travel and development council or on the state level with, with the folks that uh, are in charge of our, our, our tourism and travel and, and our federal partners. So I, that's what I'm most excited about is to, to strengthen those partnerships and, and sort of multiply the efforts. Yeah. Well, I think I mentioned it in my, in my first podcast episode that Patrick always kind of mentions that everyone we work with is just incredible and is fantastic to work with. And I've, I'll just, again, repeat that, that it's so true. We work with great people who are willing and wanting to push recreation to be the best that it can throughout the state. So it's, it's exciting to have you on board, especially knowing that you have had your eyes on this position for a while. I think that makes it even more exciting and probably, you know, pretty relieving that you're, that you're here to do it. Absolutely. And so, you know, what I thought I would do too is, this will be an edit spot. It's good. No editing allowed. <laughs> there was that, um, that, that survey that came out. I wanted to refer to that. Okay. I gotta look for... In the meantime, I'll just mention that he does have a bowl of jelly beans on his desk, so we know he's going to be a good time. With a spoon in it, too, so he's just spoon-feeding himself right. jelly beans. We want to be safe from, from germs. Oh, so you don't just eat them spoon by spoon. You don't just, like, cereal bowl the jelly beans. Somebody once did that, and then we had to throw the spoon away. Yeah, okay. So it's for, for taking the jelly beans out of the bowl, not for eating it like cereal. Exactly. Okay, fair. Cut. So, again, there, there are a ton of opportunities, and Utah's poised for growth. Some of these estimates that we're seeing as far as you know, 5 million people in Utah in, you know, by 2050, uh, one of the ways that, that we're going to grow is, is in recreation opportunities. I would encourage everybody, if, if you would like to have a voice in how Utah grows, especially when it comes to recreation, the outdoors, um, there's a, a survey called Guiding Our Growth. And so if you just Google it, put it in your search engine, Guiding Our Growth Utah, you'll get to take a survey that will, uh, you'll get to tell Utah's leaders what your priorities are and what you value as we grow. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know about that. Okay, that's great. And that's for anybody in Utah. Anybody can fill it out. Perfect. And who, who sees those? Who's going to be reviewing those? Do we know? 
Um, well, it'll be the governor's office and, and us and, and okay. other state agencies and the folks that are in charge of, of planning for that growth. Okay, fantastic. I think that's something that people should be involved with is knowing, and that's, again, a reason why I wanted to start this is for people to, to just be aware of what's going on and to have their input be known. Okay. Well, awesome. This has been fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy first week with a wedding being planned and learning how to be a director of this new division. So anything else that you'd like to add before we close out? Um, I, I think I'll, I'll just hit again on that stewardship part of things. You know, you, if you're a resident of Utah, you already know that, that there are potential conflicts between user groups. There's enough of Utah for everyone. And the more that we all are, are on the same page, so to speak, that, that it belongs to us all. And so therefore the, the responsibility to take care of the landscape and, and re responsibly recreate, the, the longer we'll have it and the more opportunities that we'll all be able to have and preserve. Yeah, that's a fantastic message. I could not agree more. Okay, thanks for taking the time and uh, we'll see you around the office. Okay, thanks, <laughs> Big thanks to Jason once more for taking the time to interview. It was really fun to sit down with him and we're looking forward to all that he has to offer our new division and see where we go in the next in the next few years. So um, with that, I just want to remind everybody that you can email me at cweiler at utah.gov if you would like to submit your own campfire story. And then I'm also going to include a link to the survey that Jason mentions in the interview to um, give you all an opportunity to go ahead and, and put your input in for that Guide Our Growth survey. It's important to use your voice and to express your wants and needs as we plan for Utah's future when it comes to outdoor recreation. Um, yeah, and with that, I really hope everyone has a great holiday break, a happy new year. And as for me, it's time to go skiing. Bye, guys.